Is mine on the right thing? Can Is mine on the right yeah. setting? Yeah, I haven't changed any settings. Okay. It sounds quieter, but I could. it's okay. Hello? Yeah, that's better. Hello? I just turned up the volume. Oh, okay, it. thanks. I'm always scared if I get this close, you're going to hear me breathe. Well, that's what the purpose of this thing is. Because otherwise, oh, really? like, like, literally my lips would probably be on the mic. Yeah, and you would hear like weird breathing noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. We are back for episode three of the Movement MFG podcast. Today, we are going to just strictly talk about knowing your market, along with what is a market. All right, cue the music. Let's go. I am here with Liz or Elizabeth Prairie, my partner in crime um, for these podcasts. She's a staple on this show. Um, if you want to learn more about her and her business, you can kind of backtrack to our first couple episodes. Um, but Liz, why don't you just kind of give a rundown uh, on you know what you do, so that if anyone is new, they have an idea. Yeah, of course. So thanks for having me. First, I love being. Um kind of like the marketing staple here and kind of to give my two cents on it, whatever that's worth. Um, So I am the owner and creative director at Social Static. I help small businesses uh, market their business, particularly on social media, but also within other avenues. Um, So I can provide advice on that. Awesome. Yeah, I know. And I think that it's such, um, I I continue to say this every episode, that it brings just such value. you know, to our to our listeners, mm-hmm. to not just hear say the back end of things from from me and the experience that I've had with the back end, but your experience with the mm-hmm. front end and all the different brands that you work front with. Front lines, yeah. Yeah, the front lines, because you know it does go, it does go both ways. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're picking up where we left off from our last episode. How are we doing this morning? We're good. A little better than than the other morning when you had your little coffee well, debacle. My, yeah. Well, my coffee is great today. Coffee's great today. Okay. But then, so we made I a little like, comeback from the coffee. A little bit of a comeback, and then yeah. I went to go pay for my coffee. And do you ever just like you're searching? You're like, I know that my wallet's here, but I can't find it. It was one of those mornings. Couldn't find my wallet. Yeah. Left it at home. Ugh. That kind of stuff. But you know, so it's, it's a tough start. But you're recovered again. Right? We've recovered. We at least have coffee All now. Right. We had to pay for the coffee. I had some <laughs> money in the car. Um, but nice. Yeah. But I think, uh, it comes down to being a little bit more organized with my day, um, setting up that probably the night before and realizing that I need to be just a little bit more organized goals. Yeah. Yeah. Totally hear you. Totally hear you. Yeah. I know. Like I, uh, you know, we've been waiting for this fabric delivery. I think I was talking about last, last episode, how it's, you know, we're going on 30 days. Which it should take seven days. Sometimes it takes ten days. Yeah. Right now we're on thirty days, and pretty much my day it's it's killing our production right now. So, you know, as we work with different people, yeah, you know, they hear you know mm-hmm. just kind of like the, our communication things like that. But what goes on behind the scenes for us? Yeah. Is shit like this? You know, it it's it's always it's always something, but that's a part of yep. uh, the process and kind of being, um, you know, business owner. Have you had like to pause any? Um anything yeah 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 Yeah. i mean this i guess luckily this fabric delivery um really only affects our gts line it doesn't necessarily affect our movement clients which is good because then that you know it's really just affecting our business you know at least it doesn't have to affect 
you know, a, a third yeah. party, a third party business. Yep. But yeah, no, I mean the every day that this thing doesn't, that this delivery doesn't show up, we're not making money. We're not making money from this delivery oh, from, from the products yeah. that are, that are, How that are offered. So yeah, it's very, very frustrating. I mean, 10 days now it's been out for delivery. Like what? But one of those uncontrollables. What? So yeah. yeah. And, and I just keep getting the same answer every time we call. So that's basically what's been going on. Um, but like I said, at least it's, you know, just it's, it's you know, an internal thing, not necessarily you yeah, know, another brand that's affecting. So the life of a business owner. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got we got meetings. I got some meetings later on of new new movement uh, clients that we'll be working with. So I always, always like, uh, you know, meeting with them, you know, getting their thoughts and stuff. And, and you know, I just prov- I like just like providing you know, some guidance and some, um, feedback for them, you know? Yeah. Sure. Um, it's extremely you know, it's helpful. It's always, always helpful. And then we got some GTS, uh, new product releases, woop you know? Woop. Yeah. Yeah. We got some new fabrics coming in and we got some samples made up and we're, uh, we'll be scheduling that photo shoot and stuff like that. Cool. You know, so Super that's pumped. kind of, yeah. So that's, you know, so I guess we got some good stuff going on. We got some bad stuff some going hiccups, on, but we're, you know, but Hey, I guess you still just kind of, that's life, you know, it's still <laughs> kind of plunge forward, but today, you know, really want to, you know, cause we've been talking the last, you know, a couple episodes about a bunch of different things. Um, but I, I wanted to touch on knowing your market, you know, because that's kind of like square one. You know, it's kind of like square one because you have to you have to know what your customer wants. Also, like who mm-hmm. is your customer, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that it's very easy to like say to dive right into a business to a brand and all that type of stuff and get into it and then realize, oh, wait a second. I Why isn't something clicking? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it goes back to knowing your market and knowing your customer of from the marketing front end standpoint, but then also the back end you know, of your, of your products. So who better, who better <laughs> to have discuss this than, than Elizabeth here? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's first start with like, what is a market? Tell me. Yeah. Um, I think that everyone should be aware of who that target market is, who that target audience is, like you had just said. Um, and that's key to starting with, um, to make a successful product for them and then also to have successful marketing as well. Um, so typically where I start is actually, um, if you're looking at your social media accounts, I'm always looking at insights and analytics because um, you might have an idea of who that market is, but sometimes it's really funny of it'll tell you. It yeah. will tell you in your yeah. insights exactly that age range, that those people, where they're coming from, especially for you for an e-commerce business. Um, typically, you you might be getting people all over the country, but you might some, yeah. have some hot spots that you don't really know how those came up. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's based off of like some influencer marketing that had happened. Um, so you might be getting some flare ups that you need to, to really yeah. to hone in on because yeah. You might be thinking, well, we live in the Northeast. You're thinking in the Northeast, but you could be getting a lot of people from Arizona or California or yeah. something like that. Or even so, like, because sometimes, you know, I know you could, we could sit there and be like, oh, yeah, like it's winter time and yep. we're doing winter products, but, you know, half of the country, half the country, yeah, it's still I mean. warm. It's still right, warm. Absolutely. You know? And it's good to know that. So to know your market is, um, is to know who you're speaking to. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, yeah. Cause, and that's really why, what I really wanted to kind of do is like, is like, is to like really explain like what you know if we, when we use the terminology oh knowing your market or what is your market and all and all this type of stuff and 
And so it's like, yeah, like what it, what is it? Like, what is it? And it means like the customer, your customer base, yep. you know, and, but then kind of like to the individual level, but then also as like, you know, as, as a whole. Right. Absolutely. All right. So, I mean, where. And I said absolutely once. I was fucking the whole time I'm thinking, don't say fucking absolutely. <laughs> don't say it I one might time. keep this. What? The absolutely? No, oh, this you, part? you're talking about this. <laughs> All right, so Drink take, a shot this. <laughs> take a shot every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying. We were just discussing that. Liz says absolutely a lot. So we're an excessive, <laughs> so, so excessive we, amount. We talk, I'm trying to stop. Yeah, saying. so we talk about. Oh, it could be an. It could be like a drinking game. Um, every time she says absolutely. But anyways, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. So, I mean, where do you even start with this? Like, where do you start even understanding your market, or even just analyzing and looking at mm-hmm. it? Um, I think that at first, when you're first launching a business, it's really tough to analyze or to say, this is my target customer. Um, you can kind of be making those hypothetical um, characters, let's say, or personas, let's say, um, of who you think that your market is. Mm-hmm. When the product actually launches, and you can look at insights on social media from my back end, I'm thinking, well, the market will tell you who that is. Yeah. So you might have an idea in the beginning of who that persona, who you're trying to target, but when it actually launches and when you have some data, you can actually look back and verify that, which is really, really a cool, unique tool um, of all of the information that's on Facebook is so detailed. Yeah, I think too, like, you know, the social media platforms now, or even just online, I don't don't want to say necessarily social media, but I mean, Mm -hmm. we use Shopify for all oh, for absolutely. all of our for all of our sites whether you know for G, for our GTS mm-hmm. line and then we also have a separate wholesale site for our GTS line and so we we use Shopify and there's and it's an easy it's an easy tool to use i mean i mean we we've we've been around the block you know using right. different platforms to build a website manage a website and all this stuff and Shopify i mean it's really to be honest props to them props to them um, you know, it's, it's, one of the it's best. Yeah, yeah, it's an awesome platform, but they give you so many, so many tools and analytics of, of, of yep. where people are visiting your site from, um, you know, the click rates, like what people are looking at on your mm-hmm. website, you know, so it's not just social media, but it's, you know, using, using the mm-hmm. analytical tools that we have nowadays to kind of see what people are interested mm-hmm. in, you know, um, and this actually will, you know, will bring us to our, uh, the next thing I want to talk about was from a product standpoint. You know, like knowing your market of like and, and knowing what type of product they're looking for. So mm-hmm. I got, I'll still touch on, you know, from the analytical standpoint is, you know, you can sit there and see like what, you know, what products are clicked the most. Mm-hmm. what and, and that will tend to be like which ones the people are most interested in. And then on social platforms, when you start to put up, if you were to put up an ad or even post, post about a product, like you can see the engagement yeah. that like each individual post that has a product in it will get. Yeah. Have you been using the tool now? I see that on your Instagram, you can actually tag the products, yes. which is really cool just, on your it end. Just got that. Just got that. God, which is it, very it, exciting. It took it took us. I saw all, so I saw it pretty much go to every other brand started using it, but it wasn't available to us yet. And it drove it me, happens. Drove me <laughs> nuts. I had to talk you off a ledge of that one oh day. Oh, my God. I was like, why are they not making it available to us? Because they were rolling it out kind of like one, you know, little by very little. Very slowly. And for some reason, just took us, took our GTS line so long to get it. it was 
It was making me nuts. So, yeah. So what we're referring to is actually when you post on Instagram, you can actually tag on the back end, um, tag the products. So what's really cool with that is that once you tag the product, you can actually look in those insights on Instagram and check how many times are people clicking through to that? How many, what is the, yeah. the peak interest yep. or is it a particular photo that peaked that interest? So it's a little combination of both, I yeah. think. Um, but you can start looking for those trends and based off of those trends, you can start saying, wow, that like that electric blue is really, really yeah. like hot paint right now or mm -hmm, whatever it mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. um and you can see what um what you should maybe be focusing more on on the product side yeah um, based off of those trends yeah and at, and and this this is flowing very nicely because my next thing that i was going to say is with these social platforms you can almost sit there and engage with your with your customer with your market mm -hmm. and almost ask what what they like? Do you like this? Do you like this? You can almost ask. you can almost ask them. Almost then, you can. You can do an Instagram you can, poll. You can, you can ask them, and yeah. then that and that kind of leads me to where uh, where we're talking about like 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 what type of voice are your you know is your market you know looking for? Yeah, absolutely. And oh, no, I said absolutely. She just said absolutely. Ah! drink take a shot so <laughs> shot of coffee espresso whatever you're gonna do yeah. um depending on what time it is so okay so but i completely agree with that like it's really amazing of what the capability is on social especially instagram polls what the product is and where you can really lead that to your product development and really loop it all back in front yeah. and back at like yeah. it all comes together yeah, so it, full circle it, yeah yeah you use those obviously like the social media platforms you know is the front lines of like marketing and things like that but you can use it you know, to sit there and talk to your market and really, you know, so from, a, from, as we're sitting here talking about, you know, what, you know, knowing the product and knowing that the product that your customer wants, I mean, we have the tools today to sit there and just ask them. I mean, do you use that with a lot of the, uh, companies and brands you, you work with? Yeah, I actually, um, I would like to start using it more. Um, but on the back end of when new products come out, people get really pumped for those. Um, Instagram polls is kind of a, a newer tool. Um, so starting to integrate that, um, within their Instagram story strategy, yeah. um, and building that out. So I've been introducing it to all the business owners and saying, Hey, this is a tool that we can utilize. What do you have coming up? Um, is there something that we could kind of tease or, you know, how yeah. can we really fully strategize against Instagram stories, polls, posts, all that good stuff? Yeah, totally. And that, um, you know, and that, it kind of goes too with, with, with knowing your market, like where, like what platforms are they using, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and it, I'm just going to like throw out, you know, a, a, a basic, example yeah, i don't yeah. know if this yeah, yeah. is you know believe me i'm not the expert to know whether this is true <laughs> or not but let's say you know if your demographic and your and your customer is an older customer mm -hmm. i i i guess in my opinion i would say that like they're more likely to be on facebook say then something we haven't mentioned yet snapchat right you know right mm -hmm. so you have so it's almost like also knowing like the platforms that they're that 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 basically they're using but if you're say you know say your market is a younger crowd like say mm -hmm. college you know mm -hmm. or even like you know so say like right now you know I, I, I hear high schoolers you know the big thing is snapchat but hey in a couple of years they're going to be in college so if right. your demographic is or your market is you know younger people mm -hmm. you know snapchat it might be you might get a better effect and, more, and be more efficient at your uh marketing mm -hmm. and things like that and your voice and and all that stuff by you know by by basically using you know, like a snap, you know, Snapchat, you know, so versus you, Facebook. So just so you know, so you're absolutely correct is 
I've, are you going to correct me? Am I, no, 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 you're, no, oh, okay. you are freaking, you are spot on with that is wow. it's absolutely the case. Um, so Facebook has a lot of really cool shopping tools. Now you can actually upload your product feed there. Um, so a lot of my businesses that I work with, they have their feed uploaded there and they can also tag their products on Instagram. I have this one, um, particularly their audience is, is older. They crush it on Facebook, Facebook really? shopping. Couldn't really? believe it. They'll be getting, I, I, I really cannot believe the numbers there. Their wow. engagement is extremely high on Facebook, but then their Instagram it's 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 gaining mm. momentum, but it's it's much slower growth of than their Facebook. Yeah. Then I have that, other people that, where it's the complete a opposite. There's example of what I, of what of what I was yep. just uh, trying and to explain. And I would say that their demographic is about mm, about 35, 40 plus. So they're really hitting it spot on with with Facebook. Yeah, and 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 you think say like if on the flip side of this, if um, the company you're working with that, that that's using Facebook, if they were using Instagram, they could probably sit there and be doing as best as they possibly could with the content and what mm-hmm. they're putting out, mm-hmm. and it might not click. Be- it's not, and, it, and for no other reason than basically their customer apps, yep. is not necessarily engaged on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's engaged on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I is that co- right? Yeah, no, that is right. That's that's spot on there. Yeah, and I guess this, will, this also kind of translates to kind of the next thing that I wanted to hit for everyone, and that's kind of where people are shopping because like and there's another aspect because there's now online but then now mm-hmm. there is you know, but then there's still obviously retail mm-hmm. and so you know definitely with the clothing industry you know you can sell direct to consumer online now but then there's still you know the clo- there's still independent clothing stores or chains whatever 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 it is um but there's you know so so especially retail like trying on and things like that with clothing um you know so it's also knowing you know is your customer comfortable is your customer comfortable buying online or mm-hmm. or is your customer looking to kind of, you know, walk in, you know, to a store and right. buy? I mean, so do you work with clients that have anything, you know, and that have that type of situation? Yeah. So actually, uh, speaking of the same client, it's actually so it's a farm. So it's a lavender farm. Oh. So it's very. Yeah. They have a really unique uh, niche market there. And so they crush it on Facebook. We also, we also cross promote all the farmers markets that they're at. So kind of like an in-person interaction there. Um, and they do some stuff at the farm as well, like an off season to go purchase. You can go there and purchase. So we've had a huge response of posting those events and then having them kind of come in person there. Um, but they get a pretty good amount of traffic just from Facebook, um, for their online, but people obviously prefer to go to the farm, have the whole experience gotcha. that, that kind of gotcha. demographic you, likes the experience of going, yeah. meeting the owners, doing the whole nine. Yeah. Yards. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, to follow up on that, like, do you think that maybe the it's, it's okay to maybe have a strategy of both where people are kind of discover the people who are discovering it maybe in person, then become more comfortable mm-hmm. buying it online, right. you know, directly from, from the brand. Yes. So I always kind of push of, I think that it, the marketing should be from all these different channels. Um, it can't just be from one channel. So it can't just be online. Then it can't just be Instagram. It can't just be Facebook. It can't just be in person. I like to have an integrated strategy and then testing it out. And yes, one might peak. One might be, you know, working the best. But we also need to work on these other strategies because it could develop into, it could end up being that Instagram is their best yeah. Same point in the future. We don't know. So mm-hmm. we have to still focus on each of the different channels gotcha. of, of selling. Yeah. That. So, but still, you know, all of this does all everything we're talking about is still understanding your market and understanding mm-hmm. yep. your customer. So on just there's so many segments and so many areas to know 
to know your customer. And I think by not understanding it in just one segment, you could be doing so many things right, so many things right. And, it, and if it's not clicking for some reason, it's just the, the littlest thing. You're just not you're not hitting correctly with with your market. And again, like that's fixable as long as you're you know continuing to right. you know sit there and, 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 and analyze. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You should always be constantly evaluating, also evaluating your platforms and kind of what's happening in just the marketing trends in general. Um, yeah. But evaluating your customer, where they at, you know, this year, where is their attention? Yeah. Just looking at where their attention is, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best of right. Yeah, and the next thing I wanted to touch on was price point. Because, mm -hmm. yes, you know, we're sitting here, we're talking about, like, type of product, you know, that your customer is looking for. Mm -hmm. We're sitting here talking about where can they purchase it, um, you know, where are you reaching out to them on the social platforms. And, and this is just what I'm saying, where you could be doing everything correctly, but if your price, say, say your price point, doesn't necessarily match for what your customer is looking to you know purchase your product for mm -hmm. then it's going to throw you know again it might not click and you might be mm -hmm. like where's why are these results not working i'm doing everything right but again your price point might not be you know what they're you know yeah. what they're what they're what they're looking to pay with another client i have that this, <laughs> this actually is this why, exact this is why we happened. have you here this is why we have you here i have a very unique portfolio of clients which i think gives me sort of interesting insights to the segments of market, but the market that they're in is actually just so saturated um, on top of it th that they're trying to sell into. So it's, it's a protein powder. So I'll say that. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's a super saturated market, right? Everyone kind of wanted to get into the sort of like supplement protein powder world. It seems like in the last couple of years. Yeah. So what happened was, is that they didn't price themselves competitively. They were kind of like middle of the road sort of, they didn't really think about the pricing when they were launching the brand. And I think that that's been one of their biggest setbacks because now we do sales, we do all these other things, we try to do BOGO, and it's really tough yeah. to come back from oh, the yeah. initial mistake of oh, pricing yeah. Yeah. and not knowing yeah. the market, not knowing, yeah. not realizing how saturated it was, not realizing that it's extremely just competitive. Therefore, you need to be competitive in like mm -hmm. your pricing strategy, your marketing strategy, all these things. So yeah. um, they are still have repercussions from that. Um, and we're trying to work through that and navigate through their marketing strategy of wow. how to. That's so, it's so interesting. No matter, mm -hmm. no matter what industry it is, what type of business it is, this, I mean, that really applies to, you know, applies to all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the first thing that I, whenever, whenever I sit down with a movement manufacturing uh, client, one of the first thing, you know, they'll, they'll basically present the products that they're looking to do and their ideas. And the first, one of the first questions I have is, okay, what do you want to sell it for? And a lot of times it catches them by surprise. And, and yeah. And, and I'm so like, funny. yeah. And, and I think that they have an idea of like, you know, their budget of what they want to spend, say, uh, but, but they're not necessarily thinking in terms of like, you know, again, the selling price, because for us, for me, when, when, when we start to put together the product, it's, it's working backwards. We have to work backwards on it. So if you want to sell it at the, at a certain price, say it's a low end price, you want mm -hmm. to do a low end price. Well, then it allows us to work backwards and be like, okay, then if it's a low end price, there's not a lot of room for complexity in the product because mm -hmm. you know, the more complex, the longer it takes more, the more labor right. time and so on. Also then, you know, the other aspect to the clothing, you know, to a garment is the fabric. And then so therefore, if it's again, if we're working at a lower price, then it's going to translate to fit that for you, for them to make profit 
on this mm-hmm. product. We then have to sit there and then look for the lower priced fabrics. And so it kind of works backwards. Me- meanwhile, on the flip side, if someone's really, say, looking to go on the high end of it, well, then it leaves us so much room to make something complex, yep. to make, you know, a high end fabric and so on. Mm-hmm. And the, believe me, there's many times where where I, we've had a client where they want to work on the low end of things, but they want to put all the money towards the fabric and keep the product as simple as possible. But it balances it balances off and it works. But 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 we then know we then know what we have to strive for to bring this product mm-hmm. to life. And I think that what people have found when they come to us, it's almost like a sigh of relief that there's just like some guidance that like we can work back and forth on it. Because I think a lot of times if you're going to a manufacturer, like here's our price, that's it. You know, like they're, they're not looking to understand. They're not, they're not looking to understand your whole business. So, and so for us, it's, it's not where we don't work. We don't work, um, you know, to, to have our business be transactional where it's, where it's, uh, you know, order by order. You know, we're looking to sit here and almost like be totally integrated, you know, with your business and how we can develop the products. So funny. I do the same thing. There I you do go. the same thing like, on my end. Yeah, yeah. There, there, I there ask you what go. are your goals and objectives. And from that question, you'll get a lot of insights of where the mm-hmm. business is trying to go and how I can produce that correct ROI to them. So very similar, yeah. just in a different, yeah. different space. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. And I think that where... Um, where the kind of the wheels come off is when, you know, we, when, when a product is being developed for, you know, again, say at a higher price because it comes, say, because of the complexity of the product and then they want to then sell it at a lower price. And I mean, the profit is just very tough for them and it's because it's because they did not work backwards on it. So we want to be able to obviously like sit there and work backwards and make it come to life. And because it's very, it's very tough. It's very tough to say do a high end product, but then have it have a high end product that is that you get at a low price. Because at some point in the supply chain, especially in the clothing industry, some point in the supply chain, someone someone is basically eating it. Mm-hmm. Someone's getting screwed. You know, someone's <laughs> eating it, and that's why when you see a lot of these these manufacturing say overseas. You know, believe me, not all overseas manufacturing is a bad situation. But you hear these horror stories of the of the clothing industry manufacturing overseas, you know, the low labor rates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's on the backs of these people. And that's the mm-hmm. unfortunate part, because if someone's get it's so like when it's so when these big companies primarily are able to sell stuff so cheap because they get it so cheap and so on. It's because it's on the backs of someone else. And that's and that's mm-hmm. the unfortunate part. But again, if you can sit there and work backwards on it, you know, to have your price point, you know, be, you know, what your, you know, what your customer wants. I think that, you know, that's kind of like step one. Again, it's one of my first questions. All right. We got to wrap up. We got some, like I said, I got some meetings we got to do. Um, Elizabeth, let's wrap it up with what's your top tip for knowing your market? Top tip for knowing your market check those analytics whether it's on shopify instagram facebook check them check them every probably at least at minimum once a month every couple weeks you put out a new product definitely take a look all right thank you all right we hope this is helpful for you guys tune in next time Mm